This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome back to the Kennedy Dynasty Podcast. I'm your host, Allison, and today I have an episode for you that I think you guys are going to enjoy. I hope so anyway. But before we get to that, let's do our segments. So let's start out with In the News. Big news story of the past seven days. Got a few things this week, and the first two are actually real estate, which is exciting to me. So Jackie Kennedy's former D.C. home hit the market a few weeks ago, and it is listed for a very inexpensive $26.5 million. That was obviously... Um, sarcasm. But if anyone that listens buys this home, please invite me to dinner because I would love to go inside the house. Another real estate story is that the Kennedy family's former vacation home on the French Riviera listed for $33 million. So um, same thing I just said. If anyone listening buys it, invite me over, please. Another story, according to The Guardian, Donald Trump is set to publish a collection of 150 private letters, which have been sent to him over the past 40 years. And one of these letters was apparently written by Ted Kennedy. No comments have been made on the contents of the letter yet. Okay, let's move on to our inspiring clip of the week. One of the inspiring notes. Here are Senator Robert F. Kennedy's remarks at the University of Kansas on March 18, 1968. So all around us, all around us, not just on the question of Vietnam, not just on the question of the cities, not just on the question of poverty, not just on the problems of race relations, but all around us and why you are so concerned, and why you are so disturbed. The fact is that men have lost confidence in themselves and each other. It's this confidence which has sustained us so much in the past. Rather than answer the cries of deprivation and despair, cries which the President's Commission on Civil Disorders tells us could split our nation finally asunder, rather than answer these desperate cries, Hundreds of communities and millions of citizens are looking for their answers to force and repression and private gun stocks so that we confront our fellow citizens across impassable barriers of hostility and mistrust. And again, I don't believe that we have to accept that. I don't believe that is necessary in the United States of America. I think that we can work together. I don't think we have to shoot at each other, to beat each other, to curse each other and criticize each other, I think that we can do better in this country. Next up, our recommendation segment. Of course, then we would recommend it. This week, because of the subject of this podcast episode, I'm going to recommend the book JFK Jr., George and Me, which is a memoir by Matt Berman, who was the creative director for George Magazine. So I will put a direct link to purchase in the description of this episode. So as you know about the title of this episode and also the recommendation I just gave, we're going to talk about George Magazine. I've obviously talked about JFK Jr. in the past, but I've never really talked about or focused on George Magazine as a whole. So I thought that would be interesting to learn about, and maybe you guys would be interested to learn as well. This week, our sources are Vice, L, 
The New Yorker, LA Times, Fox News, Inside Hook, City Journal, Corn Ferry, and that is it. Okay, so George Magazine was co-founded by John F. Kennedy Jr. and Michael J. Berman, who I just mentioned, in 1995. So the aim of the like post-partisan monthly magazine was to frame politics as entertainment, kind of in the same way that like pop culture is framed as entertainment. So its tagline was not just politics as usual. Ladies and gentlemen, meet George. George's graphics will grab you and its writing will hold you. Politics isn't dry. It isn't dull, so why should a magazine that covers it be? In fact, George just doesn't cover politics, it celebrates it. We will celebrate it. Celebrate it as a general rule, but we won't be afraid to criticize it when necessary. I feel like this was a really good mix for JFK Jr. because he had, you know, the political background and the family surrounding him, but also was really into like just cool and like was obviously a facet of pop culture. And I think that was an interesting um, marriage of his life and his interest to form this magazine. And the name George, as many of us could guess, reportedly paid tribute to the first president of the United States, George Washington. Also, I think it's a very chic name for a magazine, just saying. But before George was founded, JFK Jr. was an unhappy lawyer. He was passionately interested in politics and decided to follow in his mother's footsteps by entering the world of editing. JFK Jr. was originally turned down by several publishers, but he finally found support in David Pecker, the president of Hatchet. Pecker felt that George had the potential to make big money and secure advertisement deals due to the allure of its founder and editor. Of this extraordinary magazine, George, which is a hoot of a magazine. I thought you were a lawyer. I was. What happened? Well, we, uh, we decided, I mean, actually taking a cue from, from folks like yourself and you around the 1992 election, that, that there was an opportunity here to uh, change the definition of a political magazine. Uh, certainly the way Americans were uh, accessing information about politics and politicians was changing. Uh, candidates were appearing on late night talk shows, on talk radio, on sitcoms, uh, and there was a, a kind of a leveling process. And while the rest of media clearly had caught up with that, we felt that political magazines, per se, hadn't. Your mother was a hell of an editor at Doubleday. That's what I hear. Would she have liked George? I think she would have. Because? I, mean, I, I think that, uh, you know, she, when we first talked about the idea, she said, well, John, you're not going to do the mad magazine of politics. <laughs> and and I, I said, well, no. And I thought that was good advice to keep in the back of my mind what, what, what a direction we wanted to go, which, uh, but I think that she would have appreciated the fact that people had always said that you can't do a fun magazine about politics that combines the serious as well as the playful, which is about personalities, because that's what public life is about. And in the sense that we, I think, have flouted a lot of conventional wisdom, I think that that would have appealed to her. It had all kinds of stars on the cover. These included Drew Barrymore, Robert De Niro, Harrison Ford, George Clooney, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Cindy Crawford, and Demi Moore. Well, there's obviously some people that declined the appearance, and among the biggest names who declined to appear were Princess Diana and Madonna, which this is kind of weird to me because JFK Jr. actually asked Madonna to dress as Jackie Kennedy for the magazine, which was interesting given that JFK Jr., had once dated Madonna, which we've talked about in the past. And then she also famously 
played the role of Marilyn Monroe, which is, you know, one of JFK's mistresses, in the music video Material Girl. So, I don't know, I just felt like that was kind of a controversial choice. Lots of uh, layers there, (laughs) but she declined. Now, despite the fact that George was a political lifestyle magazine, only three of its cover stars were political figures. It also struggled to keep up with the pace at which politics evolved due to the fact that only 10 issues were published a year. So ultimately, the balance between pop culture and politics was really hard to strike. But George Magazine had a circulation of 500,000, and that made it the largest political magazine in the United States. Here's a few facts about the readership of George. 60% were women, 90% were college-educated, and the average age of those who read George was 36 years old. Uh, people you're aiming at are your age and younger. Tell us how you get them excited about politics in a magazine. Well, yeah, we're, we're really aiming for a group about 25 to 49, and actually it turns out that our normal reader is about 35. Um, you know, and, and really... Women mostly. Yeah, well, 60-40, which, which is good for us because, you know, women buy most magazines, but yet a fraction of political magazines. So yeah. the fact that we're, you know, reaching an audience that never probably bought a political magazine before is great because that's really part of the original mission. But, I mean, and I think there's basically two things. Is one, you have to be visually driven. You have to really catch people's attention because um, there are so many things competing for their attention. Um, and that magazine, you know, if you look at most political magazines, there are a lot of print and not a lot of pictures. And I think that you need both. You, you know, the, the trick is catching people's attention. And right. the only thing that people see are, you know, a bunch of men fighting on television all the time or, or, a lot, or negative commercials on television or yeah. acerbic editorials, then they're going to turn their attention somewhere else. And so we want to try to kind of bring a little bit more fun back into a little levity, and, and not, but be serious-minded at the same time. But it didn't really stick around because after 42 issues had been published, George Magazine went out of circulation in 2001. And this was approximately a year and a half after JFK Jr. and Carolyn Bissett, along with her sister, were killed in the plane crash. Now, you may be wondering what actually caused the downfall of George Magazine. And the reason was its inability to attract enough advertising to fund its production. Now, this is despite its initial success when it came to advertising, which is reflected in the fact that the first two issues had a combined total of 350 ad pages. Contrary to popular belief, JFK Jr.'s death had very little, if anything, to do with the demise of George Magazine. It was already struggling, as proven by the fact that it lost $8 million in 1999. Actually, in the final months of 1999, George experienced a 148% increase in circulation, which can be linked to JFK Jr.'s death and a fascination with his legacy project. However, this increase just wasn't sustained, so the magazine eventually folded two years later. Now, historic copies of George Magazine are still being sold and have in recent years gone from anywhere between $730 to $2,400. If you look at the numbers, that's a significant increase on its original cover price of $2.95. I have a lot of vintage magazines, but I don't have a George one. And honestly, for that price, I'm probably never going to. (laughs) But maybe one day I'll get my hands on one. Now, you've been uh, obviously around politics your whole life. Do you think you will ever run? Would you ever run? Is that something? People always... Well, you know, other than people asking me, were you on Jerry Seinfeld? Show, that is the second most frequently asked question. Um, I, you know, I, I'm being an editor of a political magazine. You're 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 able to be uh, in politics without really being in politics. Right. You know? right. So it's like like being the vice president, I guess. For yeah. That. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, uh, but it's. Uh, Is it- <laughs> 
I mean, I'm, I'm, I have a great time doing that, and we all know that politics is a tough profession these days, but um, I think a very rewarding one. So that is what I've got for you today. I found this interesting because I obviously knew the story of George a little bit and kind of how that was a big part of JFK Jr.'s, you know, career at the end of his life. Like I knew all that kind of stuff, but I didn't really know the numbers and, uh, you know, all the celebrity and everything that went into it. So I found this fascinating and I hope you did too. If anyone owns a copy of George Magazine, send me a picture in the DMs. I would love to see them on Instagram at Kennedy Dynasty. If you're not following there, you're missing out. Go give it a follow. Also, I'm just going to update you guys a little bit. I have some cool interviews coming up. I have some episodes lined up. There may be a week or two that I um, take off solely because I've got some projects in the works and some things coming up. But um, for the next while, I've got everything scheduled out. Um, it's going to be a very exciting year for Kennedy Dynasty. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss when an episode becomes available. Next week, I will be releasing an author interview, which I'm very excited about. And I believe you guys will really enjoy that episode as well. Make sure to rate the show five stars and write a positive written review if you haven't already. It helps me so much. It helps the show so much. And I really, really appreciate it. There is a lot of work that goes into this podcast. And yeah, it's just very appreciated when uh, you guys rate and review. That's all I've got. And I'll talk to you next week. Come on and vote for Kennedy. Vote for Kennedy. Keep America strong. Kennedy. Hello, this is Gary Chachot welcoming you to check out the French History Podcast. Our main show covers the history of France from the first humans until present. If you liked Mike Duncan's The History of Rome and wanted a similar program covering the land of beauty, culture, and love, we are exactly that. We also host world-renowned scholars who have delivered guest episodes on their specialties, including 18th century pirates, revolutionary booksellers in 20th century Paris, the special friendship between the Marquis de Lafayette and Thomas Jefferson, and numerous others. Learn what you love and listen to the French History Podcast today.